0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Port Talk. I am here with one of our newest neighbors here on the south side of Savannah, Greg Arcos, who is a co-owner with his wife uh, of Bull Street Consi- or Bull Street Estate Sales and Consignment. Uh, and we are very honored because ideally a big part of what we do is like to support not only the local community, but indirectly or directly uh, our neighbors themselves. So we are honored to have you as a fellow neighbor here on the south side on Waters and Eisenhower so thank you for uh, joining us today, Greg. Well, we
1: were very, felt very complimented when you <laughs> asked us to come over and do this. So thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. So before we get into it, I always like yeah. to a little start, a little background where you're from and kind of just how you got into founding this business
1: with your wife. Well, we've been in business nearly 20 years now, but prior to that, I had a, a previous career with the Boy Scouts of America and traveled across the South, including working here for many years and my wife was in law, practice, a law in mortgage banking. And we started many years ago as a hobby back when Savannah had a lot of antique malls. Uh, First going to auctions ourselves, finding these great deals, finding about how our friends had booths in these different antique malls in town, how they were making extra money. And we said, we could do that. And we kept going on with our careers and doing that on the side. And one thing led to another and uh, there was a chance to take over an auction here in town, Bull Street Auctions. And we did that many years ago, and took that over, ran it successfully for 14 years. And as we sort of realized we needed to change our model from auctions, we went to retail. And what was the auctions? What were you actually auctioned? Well, well, we auctioned fine estates. Uh, from, we took consignments in from St. Simons through Charleston okay. to south of Atlanta, house, full households, full of things uh contemporary antique furniture anything home decor okay uh very really unusual artifacts and consignments from countries from like ethiopia and the Middle east and stuff huh. like that a coptic bibles and beautiful uh icons and stuff back in the day and
0: so again what was the break point to take from the auction to adding
1: on the next level it was a it was a market shift after 2008 the decline and everything, mm-hmm. the change in people's ability to buy, well buy things at price at the auctions. Anymore. Sure, and we realized we would do a better service for our customers that we helped out with their estates, that if we sold stuff on a retail basis, thus them receiving more money for the items they can consign okay. to us than through the auction.
0: Well, I love I love hearing that you did that during a time frame because that's like such an interesting piece. I'm always fascinated when when markets go down, when people make shifts, right? Because you can either go with that ride and keep going down. I mean, I started Seaport Real Estate in 2010 in one of the worst real estate markets. So I always like telling that story. And it's always great to hear that in an 08, you made a shift. You saw some kind of niche and a shift well, in that
1: market. It didn't make it then, but it was an impetus <laughs> because from that point on, the market changed. It did. For yeah. so many years. And we realized we, we had to do, we had to travel another path. Okay for both us and our customer base, you know.
0: And so before you move, right, so right now, guys, they are on Waters and Eisenhower right. on the corner. You cannot miss it. Great, great visibility on that corner. Where were you guys at before and then?
1: We were at 2819 Bull Street. Okay. It was the old Savannah Lumber Company owned by the Murray family for generations. Nice. And uh, we ran the auction and then later the retail business consignment shop out of there. Okay. A uh, year and a half ago, the building was sold to a rent mm-hmm. out of Washington, D.C., and they're going to put apartments there now. Boring. And uh, <laughs> in June, they finally came to us this year and said, you have to leave in 30 days. So, you know, we— well, Their loss, our gain over well, here, a yeah A friend of ours drove by and said this place was for rent. We called the owner. Yeah. He gave us a great price, and we we wanted to try to stay in business still. Having a large following as we do, yeah, and so we took the chance and came over.
0: So let's talk about that, right? So now you made the shift, yeah, and then tell me more about your core business today, 2023. What can people expect? Either you know, when they
1: use your services, or Bull Street Estate Sales and Consignments is a full service estate sales business. We can do we we we're, we worked with uh, federal bankruptcy courts. We work with trust departments, and and, and handling estates for people. Okay. Uh, we can do uh, personal property appraisals. A lot of experience in that. Uh, we do home-based estate sales. Can you go back? So the personal property, is
0: that for someone that is going through an estate sale or just during any time? Maybe for, like for insurance purposes? If somebody purposes? is
1: doing insurance appraisals, okay. we do a personal property appraisals. We can do it for insurances. Okay. Uh, we have a little different way of doing it. There's some nuances to that. Yeah, But... Uh, What we do is based on comps, research, put a value to everything, create an inventory, price everything. Okay. So you know, uh, replacement value, suggested retail value, type of thing, uh, for the for the appraisals. Okay. Uh, And that can be done for people that, you know, insurance or uh, somebody passed away in their family. And for the estate, they need an appraisal done.
0: Makes sense for the
1: family to decide what they're going to how they're going to disperse of the of the property. Okay, so we do it from those aspects, uh, and then uh, we, besides having the three thousand square foot retail shop, that everything in there is consigned to us by individuals here in Savannah. So, so if, and so and
0: if they come in and see today, all the all the supplies and anything that's in there is consignment. Yes. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah, we don't purchase anything. We take cons- we take consignments from up and down the well. Anywhere.
0: Explain this to me, because I'm not really into the consignment, right? So if I have just say something in my house, if we were leaving town, consign the act of consignment for someone that well, doesn't even know what that means. What
1: what is consigning? A piece, whatever it might be, is turning over to a verified, reliable entity. Okay, that piece to be sold on your behalf. Whatever it might be.
0: So give me an example. One piece in there, like a uh, like a, a chest or something. A pair,
1: pair of beautiful uh, wingback chairs.
0: Because I've not been in, so I'm excited to get into it. We, okay. we
1: have a pair of wingback chairs that were uh, created by Paula Dean's Furniture line Okay. that a family owned. So and they, and so they had it. They give it to you. Right. And then you sell it. And then we do the marketing and find out what things are selling for. Okay. Through research. And we price it accordingly for the local market Excellent. as well. Yeah. And then we sell it. And once we sell it within 30 days, they will get a check for 50% of the proceeds. Okay. It's 50-50 split. So more advantage, right? So like the way I see it, never consign anything
0: in my life. I'm just trying to grasp my head. So like I see people in today's world, social media, people do the Facebook marketplace, right? So the way I look at it is it's almost like, would you rather try to sell your house like in my business by yourself and projectively sell it for a lot less? Or would you hire a professional to maximize your proceeds? Well the exposure. We okay. have
1: six thousand followers on Facebook. We have like eight, nine thousand email addresses. We okay. do email blast every week on the new merchandise arriving. Yep. We we do uh we boost posts on Facebook okay. all the time. New merchandise. What's what you do. You guys are
0: professionals right? in this have been doing it for a long time. People come to you,
1: you know. So for that reason. Are the items that get assigned to us get good exposure okay. in the marketplace? Whether it's on nearby Instagram Facebook. Do and and you have restrictions
0: places. on what you can and can't? Or? Yeah, we're very
1: discerning. Okay. We ask people to bring us pictures. If it's larger items, if it's smaller items, they can come in the shop anytime, Tuesday okay. through Saturday and show us. And we'll make a decision whether we accept it or not.
0: So that's the, the part of the process. If I'm going to consign something, yeah. you would call your
1: office and you we, would show photos first. Yeah. We have a curated collection of items. Okay. Okay. It's... We try to provide us an atmosphere where people can come and buy things that are ready for put in their home to, to Interesting. improve their home decor. Excellent. Not repair projects. Okay. Or fixer upper things. Yeah. You, you know. What yeah, I mean? it makes sense. And so we have a lot of listed artwork in there. We have this one painting, Al Pacino on it. It was done back in the nineties. Wow. It's listed artists worth a lot more than we have it priced for. Okay. But it's a cool painting it has a cat woman in there too, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. And uh, it, it's really surrealistic. But then we have all these nice uh, 19th century listed artist oil paintings in there, you know. And then we have tons of imported rugs for, for the Middle east Okay, You know, chandeliers, all sorts of furnishings, and then, contemporary and reproduction and antique.
0: Okay. So then tell me online, so if I'm going to, if I'm a consumer wanting to purchase some of those things, do you have to physically come in and then take it from the store? Is there an online site that you post all your stuff on? How
1: There's, if I was we, looking to
0: buy that uh, Archino?
1: You can either go to Facebook and uh, see more recent items. There's okay. a link there to our website, Bull Street www Okay. For the website that I could go through and, and, yeah. and peruse all. And there'll it. be pictures on there. Uh, but as far as pricing goes, you come in. Gotcha. There are selected items. The advantage to a seller or a consigner of high-value items is that we just don't sell on the store. We, for instance, last year we had a gentleman who passed away and the family had all this boxes upon boxes of dollhouse furniture and, and dollhouse kits. Okay. We've been selling that stuff on eBay for almost two years for that family, making wow. money for them. Wow. Okay. We have other people that bring this in higher-end pieces of furniture, you know, very collectible, that we put on special sites like Cherish okay. and sell nationwide as well. So we have a multiple, multi-level sales approach in the store and online simultaneously. So I've got a two-part question. First one, if you don't want to answer, it's fine. But it- Cool.
0: First one is, what was the most expensive item that you've ever sold? And then the second part, what is the most unique, weird, awkward thing possibly that you've ever sold in your, like the funniest story that may be attached to selling? Well, you know,
1: (laughs) here's the thing. You're so wrapped up in doing business day to day and I'm getting old. Yeah. I'm almost 70. Okay. I forget things. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and I really can't remember what the high my wife Lisa would know better. Than you, you I know, know. That's fine. That's a part. Oh, that's I don't true. remember what the highest price thing we've ever sold is. Okay. Uh you know, but selling stuff on cherish from four to six thousand dollar range has is not untypical. Okay. You know. Uh but anything we want weird. the weirdest thing we ever <laughs> had in all our twenty years. Yep. There's a gentleman who lived in Wilmington Island. And actually, he was with the Boy Scouts of America for several years, but then uh, uh, left scouting and went with the Peace Corps. Okay. And worked all through the Mideast. East, and he worked in Ethiopia for years with the Peace Corps, and he ended up collecting all this stuff from the marketplaces over there in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Okay. All sorts of you know, indigenous art in all forms, and tons of Coptic Bibles from the 1300s, 1200s, and okay. 1400s, amazing. And then the Shroud of Christ. And from the research, we figured out- a Shroud of Christ, what's, the sh- what's a, shroud? a shroud? It's um, a shroud. It's a shroud. Well, the, uh, shrouds were put over dead people back in the day. Okay. They put you in caves and stuff like that, or okay. they put you in a uh, vault. Like a casket? Uh, no, like an old- Not a casket, a vault, family vault. Okay. Like what you, know, you see in a Colonial Park Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh and they put the body in there and they put a piece of muslin cloth over you that's a shroud that's a shroud okay well there's a very famous shroud of turin and the shroud of, I think it's shroud of turin and it comes from, and they purport it to come from it's the shroud of Jesus Christ and it has the life-size image of Jesus on the shroud okay after his death and it's been studied it's amazing Well, this shroud is very similar. Now, whether it was an artistic rendering of the original shroud, we're not sure. But it came from the, we believe the first came from the original Coptic church in Ethiopia. It was the first, and Coptic church was an offshoot of the Orthodox church and they were Christian. Okay. And this goes back to, you know, the beginning of of Christ's time. And we had we ended up donating it to SCAD for safekeeping because if we sold that thing,
0: yeah.
1: we could have been in violation of lots of federal international laws. If it, if it sure really? could, it would surely Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> because that thing he oh, got I, it from a get... marketplace, and who knows where it came from and how it okay. got there. Okay, and it so did SCAD, was SCAD able to validate anything or like? Uh, You know, know, we don't know. We took it to them. They did enough research to say, "Yeah, yeah, we need to have this," and they have it somewhere. Interesting. We don't know where. Well, Scad,
0: let us know. Scad, if you're listening, (laughs) we want to we want to update on
1: the shroud of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was the coolest thing. Okay. We've had a lot of great things, Civil War. Oh, I'm sure. You know, all sorts of fun stuff, but that was the one most unique things.
0: Awesome. So then, okay. So then, going back, now you got a beautiful store, great storefront, parking. You can see it from miles away. Now. Talk about hours operation. Uh, like so if I'm gonna come in there, is it seven days a week?
1: What's Tuesday through Saturday? Tuesday, through ten AM to five PM. Okay. Uh starting this Saturday, we're gonna do monthly vintage pop up markets. And what does that mean? Uh people that are in that are dealers here in town, that are vendors, that sell jewelry, vintage clothing, art, homemade craft items, okay, whatever are gonna are renting space from us in our in our uh, area. Inside the okay. In the in the in our yard, and they're going to set up Saturday from nine a.m. to two p.m. Nice. and sell their wares to the community. So think of an old fashioned flea market. There you go, awesome. That's what it's going to. That's once a month. To, once we're going to try to get with this first one, create an old fashioned flea market once a month over here, where all sorts Love of that. vendors come. We're going to have a guy from Jacksonville. He's going to bring a van full of imported rugs. You know, a nice variety of okay. items for sale. Very cool. You know, and it's sort of like. Back in the old Lake Worth days and uh, uh, Lakewood days, excuse me, over in Atlanta. It was a giant flea market they used to have over there on the weekends at Lakewood. I know Lakewood, Lakewood Amphitheater. Yeah, There you go. Yeah. And it was amazing. You could go there and get anything. It went for acres. Love that idea. So we're trying to create that here as something fun for the community to do. Sure. And bring new people into the store, you know. Well, I love that. I think that's the best
0: thing is, you know, you and I were chatting before the podcast was just about making those connections. And the fact that you were also doing that outreach and bringing other local businesses, supporting those local businesses, tells a lot about who you, your wife, you know, are as a core and then the core values of your business, which I think is
1: pretty awesome. Um, If I can go back to one thing, you know, besides the 3,000 square foot showroom that we have with the curated items in there for sale, uh, two things. One is we have one jewelry uh, display case. That's everything comes from the humane society. What does the humane society have the to do The Humane society gets items donated to them all the time for sale by individuals to, to, to that way. Of, so they, their monies can be, goes used to, to the really yeah. wow. And we've been working with them for 15, 16 years now. Love that, that money. We give them a very deep discount on their consignment rate. Okay. So they get because it goes back to go the back. Pro- yeah. yeah.
0: Good for you. That's awesome.
1: Never knew that it even existed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, number two is you know besides the showroom, we have the capacity of doing uh, complete estate sales at people's homes. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so a big part of what we do. Obviously, we we manage estate sales.
0: We work with a lot of families dealing with estate sales yeah. in regards to their real estate. Uh, so real estate professionals, um, anyone else out there that's going through, you know, an estate process,
1: what does that look like? Well, we come in and do a free review of what the contents of the home is, Okay. a free consultation with the family. We just did one for two hours yesterday on a house on Wilmington Island. Um, and we go over everything and we propose a scenario of how the sale will be carried out. From coming in to inventorying things to deciding what to declutter. Mm-hmm. And I, they have the choice of doing the declutter themselves or for an extra fee. We do Let the you declutter. Do yeah.
0: All-inclusive. Versus, yeah. Yeah. We
1: have one set fee. Our, 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 our consignment rate on an estate sale at home, it, we, is full, we, we take 40% of the sales okay. and, the, uh, and the seller. The homeowner keeps sixty percent.
0: Now, with your new location on an estate sale, I've heard you know maybe people do it differently. Are you doing all of your estate selling at that physical property? Or are you bringing some of the things to the to Good the look? point?
1: Yeah. If there's an item or two in a house when we're considering an estate sale that we realize that because of the way nature of estate sales, higher end things don't normally sell on an estate sale. Gotcha. We'll consign those things separately into the store. Makes sense. Sometimes before, but many times we'll leave them there and see if somebody by chance does want to pay that $2,000. Okay. And if not, then we take it to the store. Gotcha. So we go in and do the estate sale. We do the free consultation. We determine what decluttering needs to be done. We determine dates to come in to do the setup and pricing of everything. Mm-hmm. We do the marketing on many different levels, estate estatesales.net, Facebook, even Craigslist, uh, Instagram and we do several email blasts to our large email customer base to promote the estates. Estate. Estate. Yeah, so we, so we do a lot of heavy promoting, okay. and, and then we conduct the sale from three to two, two to three days, depending on the volume of the items to be sold in the home. We'll have a staff that day to oversee everything, to collect the money, receipt everything out, and within ten days after the sale, we return an itemized list of what's sold, okay, along with a check for their for the family's proceeds from the sale. Things that don't sell. Things that don't sell, they have a choice of doing what they want with them. If Donate it's something or that. If it's something we previously decided that will go to the store, we'll do that for them pick it up. We have this. We have some contacts that people will come in if they don't want anything, and clear it all out within two hours. The whole place and it's all gone. Okay. Uh, and uh, we also work with some of the local nonprofits to pick up items as oh, well. There you go. Okay. Let me ask you this. So, so, so you know, within the time of the sale and 48 hours after the sale, we can have the house cleaned out. Gotcha. Of everything, you know. Uh, and every situation is a little different on that, of course. You know, so it's per case basis.
0: So it, with your business, multifaceted, everything that we discussed. Yeah. Obviously, there's probably other competitors out there in, in the low country and Savannah. Give me kind of your, your basis and really... What sets you apart? What is what's Bull Street? What what's the big differentiating factor for you guys when dealing with
1: all facets of your business? First of all, my wife.
0: Okay, it's, a, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a, kept uh, you out of the doghouse, right? Well, there. Good answer. She's little Southern <laughs> oh, lady from West <laughs> you know. And
1: she's, and what a great answer! Everybody loves Lisa. Okay, you know, and she's uh she's the face. Yep, I'm the I'm, ba- I'm, I'm the lifter, toter, setter, upper. Gotcha. The fixer. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I do the muscle work. Alone's not as much as that. I'm getting older. Yeah, but you know the point is, it's got a great staff. They they know the they know the business. Mm-hmm. They know how to appraise things. They know how to set a good valuation on items. Okay, when we go into a home, we have a good crew of people that do the job seamlessly. Very little wasted energy. There you go. No emotion. You know, just professional. Gotcha. You know, we work close with the. With, a, with the, with the, with the, uh, heirs or the family. Yeah. I got to imagine sure kind of an them. emotional time frame so, to, Yeah, yeah. Because So I think if you're saying your
0: wife, I think obviously she must be extremely good with dealing oh, yeah. with individuals during those
1: difficult times, you know, and it's a lot of, a lot of, man. you know, you gotta be a lot of hand holding sometimes and yeah. things like that. Cause there's emotional ties to that. Absolutely. So just having that relationship and, uh, so I think, I think it's those things and, and we're able to realize good turnouts on our estate sales at our homes above average responses. Okay. We realize good prices for the sale of the items in the store. We have people that have been selling with us for almost 20 years or buying from us as well. The movie sets often buy from us as well in Savannah. Oh. You know, uh, home interior designers buy from us. Okay. All sorts of things. But, you know, and our networking with realtors such as yourself that bring us clients Mm -hmm. that together we can help solve their problems.
0: Well, there you go. So last question, I always like to kind of tie in our podcast, because the big thing about our podcast is not only to support local businesses, to spread good word for companies that are doing good in our local community like yourselves. You've been in business for a while. Not a lot of companies can say that they've been in business that long. What do you think, besides your wife, of course, (laughs) has been one of the most you know, deciding factors of having such a successful business in this Savannah town for so many years.
1: I think we always have presented a good product, okay, and an enjoyable atmosphere, whether it was the auction or now the store. You know, uh, we've had customers for years. They still they still say they miss the auction days. There you go. Yeah, we have, You know, we'd have meal, we'd have food catered for them there and all That's sorts that experience. Of stuff. And it was 300 people and you had everybody but anybody. You had the tax commissioner, you had the judges, you had the doctors, you had, you know, regular folk, people from out in Claxton would come. But everybody knew each other would always, you know.
0: Obviously, personal relationships are super big for you, right? But I feel like so far this whole podcast, the thing that has allowed me to kind of picture what your business, it's all about the experience. Whether it's dealing with someone with the estate sales, talking about the auction. Yeah. Bringing in local businesses to share their space, the experience I think that you guys curate through Bull Street seems different than any other place that I've ever, ever witnessed seen. So I think that's the cool thing. That if correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's the you sell such a great experience, whether it's a shopping experience, consignment appraisal, or focusing with your wife during a difficult time through the estate sales. Right. I think that's like that's what I'm getting out of this podcast, which I always try to pull that out of like, what are you selling? I think you're excelling. Not only years of experience, but, a, but an incredible experience, whether it's at the shop, in someone's home, during an estate process. Right.
1: It's, yeah, it's selling services. Sure. You know, we're in the service business.
0: Everyone. that's the thing. Like, I think that's so great to hear that because I think everyone doesn't understand that. I don't care what you're, you, no matter what you're selling, every person you have to do marketing, you have to service. You're servicing something. Every line yeah. of business has a level of service. Yeah, right. Well, that's awesome. Well, Greg, I really appreciate you coming in. I honestly, truly, we welcome you here to the south side of Savannah. I know you moved from, from a different location, but we welcome you in open arms. We're excited to see you guys grow.
1: We're excited to pop over one day for your, your monthly shops. Yeah. Um, we're, we're excited to be in. We're getting a lot of great uh, turnout. A lot of people coming. We've seen the shop.
0: cars. We've seen them. Since you guys moved in, we've seen the cars coming in and out. And guys, again, they're right on the corner, right across from uh, McDonald's, corner of Eisenhower and Waters. Um, stop in, say hello to Greg and his wife. We hope that uh, you guys welcome as much as we are here in the South Side. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys grow many more years beyond what you've already had and all the success that you guys already had. So we wish you all the best.
1: Well, thank, Thank you. And thank you again for having us today. It
0: was our pleasure. Thanks for coming. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one.